So the globalization of art is, is great. It's a great equalizer. It keeps everyone on their toes. Just like competing to go to the moon, uh, we're competing to tell the stories in the most authentic way, most honest way, and the most um, innovative ways. For a young black actor who lives in the inner city, how would he be able to compete with someone in the UK? What, would he have, what, what route would he have to go to be able to compete commercially with someone from that background? As far as act, you say a young black actor, correct? Actor. Actor, wow, that's a really good question. I think the best way to get started is, is to just start taking classes. Look at, do research, see what they do. And make find the best. Actually, a millionaire gave me some really good advice. He said, whatever field you want to get into, you need to do your research, find the best teacher, no matter what the cost is, and work under that professor or that teacher for X amount of time. Oh, really? You don't want to find the second best me- mediocre teacher. Or be- He's like, you want to find the best teacher because the best teacher will get you. It's not about getting there fast, right, or quick, but you'll get trained in a more efficient and quicker way. Right. And you'll be learning from the best. It's always, be- it's always better to learn and train with the best if you right. have the opportunity to do that. The best can make your 10,000 hours 15,000 hours. Yeah. You know, as far as quality and value they put into it for you. Right? Kind of what you are saying earlier. Your 10,000 hours can feel like 8,000 hours depending on how you're studying, who you're studying with. Mm-hmm. If you're taking a lot of breaks, if you're not paying attention. But... Only if the right teacher, 10,000 hours can feel like 15,000 hours worth of progress. So what, yeah, absolutely. So what a young black actor needs to do, if, if from the inner city or just a young black actor in general, what they need to do is they need to, for one, they need to figure out what market they're in. Okay. And they need to find the best teacher in that market. But here's the great thing, though. Now we have online. Mm-hmm. You, can find one, you can find someone on Zoom. Mm-hmm. You, can, you, you don't have to... Just stick to your market. You can find acting teachers in Los Angeles, some of the best acting teachers in Los Angeles, and learn from them online. Mm-hmm. And that's another great way of learning acting and everything. So I also recommend that. But obviously, that costs money. Let's say, yeah. Get a job. Depend- okay. If you're 16 years old, you can get a job. Right. I got my first job at 16. Right. I was able to work somewhere. Where'd you, where'd you work at 16? Best Buy. Best Buy. Yep, my mom filled out the application. Okay, it's, how many years you worked there? Uh, I worked there for, actually, it was a seasonal job. So, okay. I, so I worked there for six months. Right. And then after that, I got hired at AutoZone. And I was at AutoZone for two years. Wow. Yeah. So you're fixing cars or you, you knew how to? Changing batteries, changing light bulb headlights, all that stuff. You do that for your own vehicles now? Uh, I don't need to, but yeah. before, yes, I knew how to change a car battery. I knew how to change a headlight. Wow. I still do. I know how to do... We used to rotate tires. No, no, we don't. We never. AutoZone never rotated tires. Okay. They thought we did. Yeah. But but we didn't. That's just way. We're not a car. We're not a mechanic shop. So for those of you going to AutoZone, uh, if you you need to rotate your tires, don't go. Don't go. (laughs) Yeah. We're sorry about that. Don't go. But um, Um, just instilling that. If there's something that my mom always taught me, my mom and my stepfather, is that you have to work for what you want. And I know that's super basic. I know that's super. But, but somehow it's overlooked still. It's extremely overlooked because nowadays with the access to quick information, we want things quickly. You know, right, if we right. if, instead, if you're doing a research paper, you don't have to go to the library, tear through textbooks to find what you need to find. Right. You just find it on your phone. If you want to go get food, 
you can get it delivered to you via DoorDash or something. Information and stuff is given to us quickly. So that means that that affects our brains because we want things quickly. Right. So what I can tell a young black actor is to find a way to gain some income via getting a job. Right. Use the money or the currency from that job, the income from the job to pay for the best acting teacher you can find. Mm -hmm. Learn from them. Mm -hmm. And then as you're taking acting classes, start looking into your start looking into local opportunities. Okay. Getting involved in the theater, looking for TV and film auditions. Right. Just audition and act as much as you can. I always ask my acting teachers, how can I how can I become a better actor? Yeah. Act. Yeah, act and have someone there to give you feedback. And guide you. Give you feedback and guide you. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I guess the economic part, the part that I was concerned with, like, since I just said that certain countries give grants for art, yeah, we're not one of those countries uh, as much to do so. So how could someone from here compete? But let's talk about other advantages. They live here in the States, which is where Hollywood's located, where Atlanta's located. These guys have obstacles of even getting here. So there's, there's always going to be an advantage to where you're at. You know, there's, there's a saying that, you know, I don't like going into it too much. I'm going to say it anyways. Life's not fair. It never will be fair. So start taking advantage of the fact that it's not. And so what you want to do is you want to take a, opposed to just harping and meditating on your disadvantages, start focusing on your advantages. If you're an inner city kid, I'll tell you, they're only telling one, only telling one type of story about you. So what you want to do is write down all the stories about you that aren't being told. The fact that you listen to Kid Cudi, the fact that you uh, live in a predominantly white area, but your family is still barely above the poverty line or maybe slightly below. There's stories for you to tell that haven't been told about your community and your story. And I hope that you're the one to bring it to light. Uh, That's an advantage that you have. Uh, There's just as many perspectives of the world as there are people. If there is 7.8 billion people in the world, there's 7.8 billion perspectives. And the only thing is, not 7.8 billion are going to act on it. Maybe the 0.1 will act on it. And that's, and I hope whoever's listening to this, I don't know who I'm speaking to, I'm speaking to someone, is that 0.1 that acts on it. Because that can make all the difference. And here's the thing, too. Yes. I did say that the best, in my opinion, the best actors do come from the UK because they go, to, they study theater, they go to these fancy schools and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to, you don't have to do all that to become a great actor. Right. You know, you don't, ha- you don't have to do that. There are, we have American actors who are incredible actors. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson, Denzel mm-hmm. Washington, oh, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, um, some more, um, who, Chadwick Boseman, Chadwick Boseman, Rest in peace, Chadwick Boltzmann, Viola Davis, Marshall Ali, Angela Bassett. Marshall Ali is perfect example. Yeah, you don't. Favorites. You don't have to be from England to be a great actor. There's yeah. ways to do it here because we even though it's very, it's just very underrated here. But we, the United States, does have a very good theater community. It's just it's outshined by TV and entertainment. It, that's the best way to say it. It is shadowed by TV and entertainment. So. Did you did you partake in theater at any point? Yep, it was the first acting class I ever took. I took acting for non majors. And was it in college or was it in high school? College. Okay. I- Actually, my first ever acting class was a drama class in sixth grade. But in between, after that, and in between my senior year in high school, I never took an acting class. Wow. Never. Wow. And then once I became a freshman in college, I saw acting for non majors, and I signed up for it. 
Yeah, my story is a little bit, a little bit different. You know, I, I knew I wanted to get into entertainment. Um, and I wanted to be a dancer at the time. I was a break dancer. I moved out of my home around like 14, between 14 and 15. And my mom was trying to find a high school for me to go to in Kansas City. And she had something upon the high school with the best theater program. So when I got there, I, I originally was a dancer and they had me do all the dance and the stunts for this theater program. When I was 15, I entered into theater classes at this school that was ahead of all in Kansas City in theater. I started learning from the great teacher there who was well known in that city, but at the same time I was a class clown. I was a guy who didn't really take it seriously, but I took it seriously. I just didn't want to show it. While I was in that class, uh, you know, it was my, my, my lifelong crush while I was in that class. And I was, okay, I was also incentive for me to go on. She knows who she is. Uh, and, um, yeah, she knows who she is. I'm proud of her. She's proud of me. But, you know, in the midst of that, I knew my purpose and my calling. And I knew that I was much bigger than being a dancer. And this is where I talk about success a lot. When you're climbing the ladder of success, make sure it's leaning against the right wall. And so, you know, and so the ladder I was climbing was in this dance community as a break dancer and things like that. But they only make some, so much money. I mean, a lot of a lot of dancers are kind of, you know, living, living really tightly. I notice to them, I have a lot of respect for what they do, but they have a short life, a short career span as well. They're done in their 30s or 40s. Um, with that, with that being said, um, you know, I knew that I'd be able to serve best. Uh, I knew that I'd be able to reach more people in two lanes, which was music and film and television, I'd be able to reach people with my message. So I started theater at 15, and uh, 15 till 18, I was in theater, and then uh, 18, I joined an agency in St. Louis, and then at 20, we met. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're here. Those journeys matter. There are stories, they're not going to change because they're already written in stone. At this point, that sampling phase of ours is for ours to capitalize on. Our story is set, and now we got to use those tools from the past, the tools from even working at AutoZone, tools from even working at Best Buy. The skill sets you have that I don't, the skill sets I have that you don't, it's not about other people not having them. The part we celebrate is the fact that we do. We utilize it in every part, in every phase, in every saga of our career. So um, shout out to that sampling phase. I'm glad we get to capitalize it, man. Absolutely. And just like you, I wish I knew how to break dance. I can't dance to save my life. But <laughs> but uh, that's a different perspective that you have over over that I have, you know. Right. So yeah, I had all I had dude, I had like ten jobs. Did you? Yes. My mom, as soon as I turned sixteen, she made me work, dude. <laughs> my mom and it went best it went Best Buy, AutoZone, Deerbergs, yeah. Yeah. Six Flags, worst yeah. job ever, Slave Plantation. Oh, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> And words. soccer man, soccer master, Jimmy John's, blackjack dealer at a casino. Wow. Yeah. I was a loan agency right after college. This is a kind of funny story, and I'm, I'm cool being transparent with it. Um, you know, I, I've been on TV a couple times. I've done this and then that. Uh, even even have been married. But what I can say is uh, I really never had a credit card, never paid attention to credit. And I was probably in the mid 600s or so, something like that. And uh, my boy Josh here, uh, you know, had, 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 had great credit. And a lot of it had to do is because he had to grow fast, being in the workforce, 
knowing how the mechanics of adult life work. As for me, my adulthood was spent in Los Angeles. So majority of my adult life was spent here. And so all I knew was to book, to work, to go home, collect residuals, but I never, I never thought twice about credit. So some of these real life experiences are assets that you really can capitalize on. Once you get up with a team of experts, a team of black belts in their field, uh, the sky's the limit, if, 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 if even that. Absolutely. The sky might be the floor at that point. Yeah. All right, man. I did.